Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live, which is your opportunity to do the um, required analysis to be able to kind of navigate these very, very choppy uh, markets at the minute. So um, let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. And uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up, up on screen. Right, okay, so um, just as a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection is an important feature. Um, and uh, you, you kind of want to have a, a trading strategy which will allow you to sort of cherry pick the best opportunities at different times. And that's why we look at three different um, asset classes uh, from not just currencies, but also uh, indices and commodities as well. Um, the last couple of days, we've had a bit more of a focus on the commodities, but uh, a lot of the price action has been really quite choppy. And uh, we like certain setups to to develop and to occur. Um, and we're getting poor quality trading opportunities at the minute. So um, we are certainly a bit more comfortable being a little bit more patient right now. Um, but I'm sure that will change pretty soon. And, and in fact, we perhaps have the conditions for a bit of a change now, but we'll, uh, we'll go in and, and we'll assess that now. Um, where do we then want to enter these markets? Where do we want to exit? How do we manage risk, hopefully prior to entry? Um, risk is something you shouldn't be meddling with once you're in that trade. So be mindful of that. Um, trade management as well. Once the trade is in your, moving in your favor, um, you want to, I suppose, be able to at least mitigate risk and then book in profit and, and focus on profit taking. Uh, trading psychology as well. And we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of uh, being consistent in our approach, uh, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so um, so let's... Uh, so an interesting uh, night, really, of, of activity. Um, today now is Wednesday the 8th. So we actually had nothing of any major concern over the course of the day in the early hours of the morning we had the rba increase rates by 25 basis points uh, with probably further up rate hikes to come uh, and then we heard from the, the governor from the bank of uh, canada and also the fed chair jerome powell he was interviewed and uh, asked a series of questions about you know monetary policy and his approach and things like that so it proved to be quite an eventful um, let's say a, a, a very volatile little period but what was glaringly obvious was the the lack of sort of coherent direction in these markets now things have settled down overnight so we're going to see how, where things go from here but really um it was complete carnage there for a few hours so um i'll show you what i mean in just a second uh, today, we're going to be hearing from another FOMC member, so probably reiterate a little bit of what Jerome Powell was saying yesterday about the need for to, to, to tackle inflation and to get, you know, interest rates will probably need to go higher. So it was a little bit more hawkish than, than last Wednesday's kind of dovish, well, the market viewed it as quite dovish, really, with um, some of the change in, in the language that was used. 
Um, and what can be seen is, I suppose, a net gain from these markets. So we didn't see the, the selling kick in like perhaps we would have anticipated. Well, we're anticipating markets in both directions now, to be fair, because if, if the indices, you know, rolled over a couple of hundred points, would be too surprised. No, we wouldn't. If it pushed higher from here and, and kicked on another couple of hundred points, would we be surprised? No, we wouldn't, I'm afraid because um, that's just the nature of the, the the situation at the minute and um, the markets are, are still kind of going against the Fed although the Fed have said they're going to continue to raise rates above the 4.75 but they had a good opportunity and this is the problem the markets are not really listening to what the Fed is saying they're they're looking at what the Fed are doing and that that's the difference right now so all the talk in the world is great. It doesn't really mean anything. So they had an opportunity last Wednesday to increase rates, you know, another 50 basis points and they decided not to take it. So it just means there's another period of time before that, that rate will actually, you know, if they raise rates 25 basis points next time, then they've taken three months to do something that they could have done, you know, in the first month or in the first month and a half. Um, so this is the this is the issue and, and the, the dilemma. Um, so nothing of any major concern. It's a bond auction in the US, so we'll, it's a ten year. Um, so we'll see what the interest rate is and and the demand for those bonds, um, which are probably likely to be high at these particular rates. Just to close out the week, we'll be hearing from the monetary policy report hearings uh, on Thursday morning. We'll have EU economic forecasts. So that's going to be interesting. We'll have US unemployment claims, which are still, um, I suppose the, the Fed are wanting to see some action on that front, but they're not really getting much joy yet on, on the on the employment side of things, which is broadly inflationary. If, if more people have jobs and, and wages are going up, you know, it's more money in people's back pockets um, for them to be able to spend, and they are spending. So they're keeping certain facets of the economy. Um, you know, the US economy is performing pretty well, really, all things considered. Friday, nothing of any major concern. Uh, the consumer sentiment, perhaps, uh, Friday afternoon. So let's go back to Jerome Powell, which was likely to be a major influence on these markets. Um, it was a really kind of volatile swing in this market. And uh, you can see on screen, if you were trying to get in and trade inside this little zone, you'd, you'd kind of be chopped up all over the place. So, um, so it is a tough one for traders. Uh, we had to stay out of it just because of the nature of the the, the choppiness in here. So look, we had an initial move to the upside. We're thinking, okay, the markets are really ignoring uh, Jerome Powell now. They're, they're really doing their own thing. And then an hour later, you're thinking, oh, that's quite interesting. We came down and meet these lows. And if, and basically at this high here, the first hour, oh, okay. So if we close above this level, we've cleared all these levels, monthly high, and we've cleared all these highs in here. Um, so if we get above that level, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're on to the upside. It's, it's a, 
it's a bit of a no-brainer trade. And then it fails to kind of get up to that level again. And then we see prices reverse really quite aggressively, making new lows, I must add, making new lows. And then you're thinking, okay, well, if we break to the downside, then this is a direction in which we would expect the market to go with a very hawkish Fed. Um, so we could prepare ourselves for a bit of selling. Then it pulls back, comes back inside this little zone. And then we open up and we see, we see this over the next two hours. So then we make new highs and really watching this or, or trying to trade it is just, just a nightmare. And then you're thinking, right, well, well, perhaps if we get a break above this, then these markets will start kind of ignoring the Fed completely again. And then it rolls over off the highs. And really, this is, this is five hours of, of just really choppy price action where, you know, a lot of participants in this price action would have probably got chopped up. And um, there's no guarantees we're going to kind of be breaking these highs either. So we will look for some upside. I think the market, we've been saying for a little while now that the market is just profoundly resilient right now. And it just keeps wanting, doesn't matter what, what sort of real structural concern is out there regarding inflation. It seems to want to shake it off and, and just continue its progress to the upside. So at this stage, we had a pullback into support levels. Um, and be careful you didn't kind of get in on this little turnaround yesterday because you would have been stopped out probably if you if you looked at the swing low so now we're looking quite bullish um and again it's kind of going against the fed but um like we say um we're not too surprised about that you know that that fight the fed trade never works long term but can certainly have 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 uses short term um, we kind of, we're in this little sideways range now since, since early November, uh, with the, with the Dow Jones. So the quality of the opportunity is not going to be great right now until we get a break either higher or lower. So similar analysis with the Dow Jones, we didn't quite get a pullback into the monthly supports, but, um, you know, certainly some some further upside here. Eventually, we would, would have got that break that breakout to the upside, but we would have been challenged, really, to say the least. With um, you probably would have stayed in the trade, but this is uh, that would have been a precarious uh, trade for us there at that point. Let's have a look at European equities. A little bit more positive. Um, outlook in these markets so we're making uh you know exceptional progress now um with markets like the the FTSE um as the uh as the as the pound you know continues to show more weakness it's it's very supportive of the FTSE so you could either sell the pound or buy the FTSE um we were looking yesterday at selling the pound um 
without the, the proper setup really to get into it, but we were certainly looking at the trade. A lot of sideways moving price action uh, for the Nikkei. And a little bit of upside yesterday for Bitcoin. Um, so commodities next. Um, so this was the trade we, we kind of missed around the $73 level. We kind of got up to the levels that we would expect, sort of $76, $77. So we're kind of in that little territory now. So it just remains to be seen what, what are we likely to get next as far as oil is concerned. Um, we've broken out of this little range, so we can probably look for some further upside. So a decent move yesterday, despite the, um, the volatility in the market and, and the, the, the strong swings that we can get. Uh, two days ago, we saw market push higher and then it swung right way back to the downside before eventually making new highs and what we keep sort of trading above and below this little descending level um it's only just uh, an indicator but it just it just shows that we can look for some structural upside but we are still again similar to many other markets we're in a bit of a sideways pattern um since november so further upside here, I think we can probably look to exploit. No reason why not really. We've got the situation in Turkey developing. Um, you know, turning off the pipeline, you know, has a has an impact on demand. Sorry, it has an impact on supply. So if you restrict supply, it's likely to support prices to the upside. That was the reason for kind of getting into the trade in the first place. Plus, you know, $73 represented, you know, an excellent value trade. And we just got taken out of that trade with a little bit of volatility, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, with no real opportunity to get back into it. We, want, we were waiting for a few pullbacks to get into them. Um, didn't really arrive. It's more of a kind of a, a linear move with just very shallow pullbacks. So opportunities, we talk about high probability trades all the time. Um, a market can move without giving us a high probability trade. And, and that's the annoying sort of frustrating element uh, to trade in these markets sometimes. So we can look at the 77, 78 now. Uh, 77, 78. Uh, gold, can we look for, we can finally perhaps get into this trade again. Um, let's just take yesterday's high. It's just a little bit higher than these current levels. There is some resistance up to these sort of levels up here, but certainly uh, above the 1884. So we're very slow in, in sort of getting there with these markets. Um, the, other, the other trade that's probably worth looking at. Let's go with the... Um, the NASDAQ, NASDAQ to the upside above yesterday's high, 12.77.775. Okay, we'll put these all up on screen now in just a second. Right, let's move over to, to currencies. So um, positive market response in the end, although it was quite choppy, uh, we would probably expect 
the dollar to to weaken so it's that risk on market condition strong indices strong us indices weaker dollar so did we see that yesterday nothing against the euro the pound finished stronger the dollar sorry the yen finished stronger the swiss franc and the dollar cad the aussie dollar to the upside and the new zealand dollar to the upside so i think we can say that the dollar broadly finished stronger perhaps not so much against the euro but against other markets uh sorry the the dollar ended up being weaker with that uh, with the volatility so we could certainly look at some dollar weakness um in here as well just have a quick look at the so a bit of pound strength against the euro there as you can see zoom in a little bit more coming back into this little support level so we haven't really enjoyed trading the, the euro pound for quite a while now um so uh, some significant selling yet yesterday and and the problem we've got is it, again we're kind of in this little really quite tight little zone in here so not surprised to see this market move down to this level we're just trading inside strong consolidation we have been now again for a couple of months um doesn't represent a decent quality opportunity at this point so look let's put together this trade plan you know we're looking for a kind of structural the next round of structural trades either to the upside um or, or basically to the to the downside and, and we might have to be just patient waiting for those moves so we're still in this little indecisive little zone here so the question becomes where can we get the best opportunities footsie when if we break the daily high we're coming back into these lows so there's a bit of resistance there the pound has a little bit more to travel dollar yen is actually technically above it's above the monthly low so this is an interesting one the dollar swiss you've got to pull back off the low this is why we weren't interested in buying these little levels because we kept saying it's, it's a pullback off the low now yesterday we had some we had a lot of volatility but we had some progress to the downside and now it looks like we're making new lows so the 91 92 91, 92. So the dollar Swiss to the downside. So we're looking for that dollar weakness trade. And we might pick one more. We're going to look at oil. So um, you could trade oil or, or the CAD. Yeah, let's have a look at oil. Um, the Aussie dollar, we could might be close to getting into a, a bit of a buy trade above the 6988 6988 so there's a couple of dollar trades there as well 
you could probably add the New Zealand, but we'll stick with the Aussie. Right, okay, let's put this trade plan together, guys, and we'll let you go. So yesterday, if you look at this, we, we've really been quite indecisive the last few days. In fact, the, the up and down nature of last week's trading was, was, um, was a bit indecisive as well. But um, we've got a little bit more clarity today now. So what we can do is we can summarize these markets as uh, um, mild risk on. So there's still an area for caution, but you know, equity markets do look like they're pushing higher. Um, so what we can do here is put the uh, Nasdaq looking to buy above. These are your your tech stocks. So twelve thousand seven seven five. For gold, now we can look at buying gold above eighteen eighty four. So we'll continue to make progress to the upside in in the gold and oil trades. Now we're much much higher. We're up at seventy seven seventy eight. Okay, so I just need to change one number here. Seventy seven seventy eight. So we're three dollar higher today than we were yesterday. US oil. Right, and then we can look at, there's a couple of dollar pairs. So we're looking at for dollar weakness. So dollar Swiss franc to sell low. The 91.92. We can look to sell the Aussie dollar. Looking to buy. Well, I'll just do a quick summary now. 69.88. Okay, so this is our so limited high probability trading opportunities elsewhere. That's very much was kind of a bit of a theme uh, yesterday. And again, unfortunately, the reasons why we're looking for risk on trades today is because the markets are fighting the Fed and they're doing it openly. And they're saying to the Fed, we don't believe what you say, we believe what decisions you make. And softening your rate hike means you're, you're, you're talking out you know, both sides of the mouth. You're actually saying, yes, we, we, we're, we're, we're going to tackle inflation and that's really important. Oh, that's our... That's our aim and objectives is to bring inflation down. And then we soften with our rate decision hike. So it's very clearly sending mixed signals. Like the Fed are trying to sort of juggle and just manage markets, but um, it's, it's a pretty, pretty idiotic way to sort of go about things. But, you know, that's the system, unfortunately. And it was certainly a nice little gift for all those bulls out there. We were anticipating it to go the other way, but it just shows you, you know, we can't be, we can't anticipate things too much really at this point. Okay, so this is our trade plan, guys. We let you go. We'll switch rooms now uh, into our other trade room. So, so really, our market summary is based on kind of mild risk on market conditions after last night's volatility post um, uh, during the. Um, Jerome Powell uh, interview. So we can look at buying the NASDAQ above 12,775. We can look at buying gold above the 1884. 
uh, US oil looking to buy that above the 77, 78. And then we could look for some dollar weakness. So that's the dollar Swiss sell below the 91, 92 and the Aussie dollar looking to buy above the 69.88. So that's our trade plan. I've just posted it there into the chat box, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. Any questions, don't hesitate to post them. And we do trade these markets live every morning from 8 a.m. for the European trading session. We're only looking to capitalize on the best opportunities over the course of the first hour or two of each trading open. So we trade the US, the European open at 8 a.m. and also the US uh, cash open at 12.45 p.m. So if you want to join us for those uh, trading events, feel free to do so. For more information, just go to the live trade room and we'll, um, you, can, uh, you can communicate with us through our website if you need. Great stuff. On that note, my pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for joining us as always. We'll switch rooms now for those of you that are members and we'll see you on the inside in just a couple of seconds. Take care. Bye for now.